Hi friends, welcome to our teaching on building a godly relationship, your image first. Lord, we thank you for this time. We ask that you grant us wisdom, speak to our hearts, and help us to live right for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your image first. One thing I've observed about relationships is that we tend to put the cart before the horse. You know that cart, C-A-R-T, the cart that is supposed to be behind the horse and the horse is projecting this, is dragging it along as it moves. You know, we want to do it the other way around. You know, we want to relate with a man a woman want to be going into a relationship, then when we go into that relationship, we now want that relationship to change us, you know, to start living the right way. Unfortunately, after behaving ourselves at the uh, inception, when the feeling is so high at the climax, uh, at the point that this feeling starts uh, waning, what happens is that the true person that we are, our true image will start projecting and then irritation will start. You hear the other person, no, 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 this is not the person I fell in love with and the other person like, no, no, I don't love you anymore uh, because of the things you do and you see arguments will rise, conflict will rise and some don't even know how to resolve conflict and as it goes on, it ends. Think about it. All the relationships you started in the past that did not work out well. Didn't they start well? That's the truth. You can't start anything and expect God to complete it. The grace of God cannot lead you where the Spirit of God is not taking you. And so if God is the one leading, God is supposed to be the horse in the front and then your relationship is supposed to be the cart. If God is the one driving your life, if God is the one building your image, making you to conform to the image of Christ, as the scripture says in Romans chapter 8 verse 29, if God is the one making you conform to Christ, then building a godly relationship will come with ease. That's the truth. So stop looking for who will love you. Come back and embrace the love of Christ. That is how to build the right image. Mind you, the right image is built by the right character. Your image is the perception people have about you. And the, the only way they can have perception about you is by the things you do. And the things you do certainly can be traced from your core characters. So it's time to come back. Take a step backwards. Embrace the love of Christ. If you have not received the love of Christ, you cannot give love to another. You don't go into a relationship expecting to be loved. No, you go in expecting to love another with the love that Jesus has given you. And peradventure, you enter that relationship with someone who has also received love from Christ. Then you will be certain, your heart will be at rest that this one will also love you. You know, that is it. This one will also love you. So, remember uh, the direction God gave us for this year. He 
say, keep in step with the Holy Spirit and Jesus will build your character for a godly relationship. Now, when we allow, this thing is about allowance, allowing the Holy Spirit. You can't behave yourself. I can't behave myself. It is not by behaving ourselves. You've behaved yourself in the past trying to please someone, yet they left you alone in that relationship. You try behaving yourself. You try accepting the way they want it, yet it ended up because God was not involved. It is time to come back. Now, when we allow the Holy Spirit, there are three things that will happen to us. There are three things that will happen to you when you allow the Holy Spirit to restore the image of Christ, to help you to help you to conform to the image of Christ, to, he- to help produce the character of Christ in you. There are three things that will happen. The first thing is that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. The first job description of the Holy Spirit is to guide us into all truth. To guide us into all truth. John chapter 8 verse 32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Freedom comes with the truth. And one of the truths that we know in the scripture is that we are wonderfully and fearfully made. Hallelujah. Check that out. You're wonderfully and fearfully made. In other words, when you start looking at the part of your body, you look at yourself I'm not so beautiful, so uh, let me just allow any man that can love me, it's okay. You have the wrong image. You have the wrong perception. You have the wrong mindset. It's time to renew your mind. When you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth, He will remind you of the promises of Christ. He will remind you, tell you the promises of God that that are for you. God has a plan for you, and His plan is of good. Jeremiah 29, 11, to give you a hope and a future. And a future. And part of that future is to give you a spouse that will love you as Christ loves the church. And if you are the man, the plan is to give you a wife that will respect you, that will submit, that will, that will, help, you, that will help you. A wife that will, will breathe into the vision you have for life and it comes to reality. You can't have that if you are the one going to find. You start from your relationship with the Lord. How is your relationship with Christ? Have you embraced the love of Christ? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit? Is there a living relationship with the Holy Spirit? Is there a living relationship? It starts from there. Now, when you hear the, the truth, when the Holy Spirit guides you into the truth, what do you do with it? That is also important. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And so when the Holy Spirit guides you into all truth, he also gives you the, the, the ability, the enablement to do what? To obey. Because it's not just about hearing, but also your obedience. You find yourself obeying the truth. The truth that you've not been able to obey because you are allowing the Holy Spirit. You're obeying it. And do you know one one thing that happens with knowing the truth? This is what happens. When you know the truth, 
You cannot be deceived. That's the truth. No one can deceive you. No one can come flaunting a relationship that you know this is not from God because their character is not in alignment. You can see that everything is not working out. You just know. You don't need to be told because they, you have discernment, discernment spirit. The Holy Spirit gives you discernment. You will know because of the truth. When you are used to the truth, it's very easy to identify lie. Hallelujah. The next thing that the Holy Spirit will do in us as he restores, as he helps us conform to Christ, is that he will produce godly values in us. And when he produces godly values in us, it's very easy for us to do what? To flee from ungodly values. That's it. So it, it, it won't be difficult for you to say, um, it won't be difficult for you to say, I'm going to keep myself in sexual purity. I'm going to keep myself for the Lord. It won't be difficult for you to say, uh, I'm going into a relationship to do the will of God. I'm going in as an ambassador of Christ. So it has to be about pleasing Christ. It won't be difficult because the godly values are there already. May I bring to your notice that it is called a godly relationship because of the instrument, the materials you use to build it. So what materials do we use to build a godly relationship? Godly values. That's the truth. All right. Look at 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. It says, Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. I think I, I love the way, this is NIV I just read anyway, I, I love the way New Living Translation puts it. It says, run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Run. So how do you run? You run by allowing the Holy Spirit to produce godly values in you. When he produces godly values in you, then having embraced godly values, ungodly values will become stale to you. Ungodly values will become, will, 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 it will irritate you. Ungodly values will irritate you. You can't even think about it, let alone find, find yourself doing it. That's it. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Let me look at that. These are godly values. These are godly values. Righteous living. You are living to place Christ. You say, pursue faithfulness. You can't go into a relationship and you are unfaithful. No, it is not the kingdom lifestyle. It's not the kingdom lifestyle. You can't you can't be found doing that. You can't be found to timing. No, it's not a godly lifestyle. And so, the, the next thing is love. You can't do love the way the Lord, the, the world does it. No, you won't do that. How, how do the world do love? They see love as feelings. And so, whenever the feelings fade away, they look for the next partner. And what, what else do they do? 
they look for the right person. You've been looking for the right person. Can you think about you being the right person? That is what the Holy Spirit will do in you when you allow him. That's what he will do. He will teach you the right, the right concept of love. He will teach you that God is love. And so, it simply means that you allow God in you. And then, as you allow God in you, you give God to, your, to the person you, you are loving. That's what it's all about. Giving God to the person. Taking a decision. I have decided to live with this person. I have decided to be with this person. I have decided to walk with this person to please Christ. Whatever God has destined this person to be, I have made up my mind that I'm going to help this person be that thing. That is the love. And then, when you are doing it with the person that God has given you, it comes back. It keeps going that way. And both of you are happy. Of course, that's the, that's the destination, to be happy. That's it. But then the true point of it is the true joy that the Holy Spirit gives. And what's the next thing? And peace. Look at that. You can't be in a relationship where there is no true peace. You are always scared. Fear has taken so much from you. And you are still there calling on God to change the relationship. Come on. It's not possible. You can't be standing on a high cliff and you expect to draw someone who is down up. I was once there. I tried changing somebody. You can't change anybody. Godly values is not what you force on anybody. It is produced by the Holy Spirit when we allow him. That is it, when we allow him. And then what's the next? We say, we say, enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. While the Holy Spirit is producing godly values in you, he's also helping you to know the people to relate with. He's also helping you to, to trim down the kind of friends you have. You, you discover that you can't have friends with those who do not call on the Lord out of a pure heart. The Bible says that the pure in heart shall see God. Why are you trying to force yourself into the lives of those you know that their hearts are impure? They will only give you what they have because it's what you have that you bring into a relationship. That's the truth. They will give you what they have. Evil company corrupts good character. That's the word of God. There's no two ways about it. So let us come back to allow the Holy Spirit help us to conform to the image of Christ so that the character of Jesus Christ will produce in us and then we are able to live better for Christ and build a godly relationship. The third thing. The third thing is that he will give you confidence to be whom God has destined you to be. That's the truth. You will not go into a relationship and lose your identity. So many people are lost in relationships. They are there. What they used, what they are known for, what God knows them for. They don't, they are not that person anymore. They are someone else. God has given you a gift. And that gift, you know, what can I use as an example now? Okay. That gift is, is encouragement. Let me use that. 
that gift is encouragement so you find yourself encouraging people encouraging people you encourage the brothers in the church you encourage sisters in the church that is a gift it's a gift that the Holy Spirit has given to you because right now many people need so much encouragement not the encouragement of uh, uh, entering the room and locking the door of course you should know what I'm talking about you have the right words and then you are in relationship with somebody whom, who, who does not have a pure heart and whom God has not given to you. The person will not start looking at you. If the person is a guy, uh-huh, you will start monitoring you. Of course, he, of course, if he's not allowing the Holy Spirit, insecurity will be an issue for him. You start looking at you from the other point. Uh, uh, what, uh, what were you doing with that guy? What were you doing? Tell me what were you doing? You know, all that. And then you start checking your phones. He will start monitoring you. Come on. At that point, because you want to please him and you want to save the relationship, I tell you, the gift God has given you will die. And so, when we allow the Holy Spirit, when we allow him, he will give you confidence to be whom God has destined you to be. And then he will bring someone who will appreciate the grace of God in your life. You bring someone who will appreciate the, 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 who honor the grace of God in your life. It's time to allow the Holy Spirit. Let's allow him. Remember, to build a godly relationship requires that we live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. We live by the precepts of the Holy Spirit. That is how we are able to do or to build a godly relationship. That is it. I'll read one last scripture for us. Now, this is a scripture here. Um, Romans chapter 8, verse 14. I love this very scripture. It said, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship and by him will cry Abba Father. The Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. He said, for those who are led by the Spirit, for those who allow the Holy Spirit, when you allow the Holy Spirit, I love the way Amplified Version puts it. Here's how um, Amplified Bible puts it. Say for all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. That's all it takes. Allow. Keep allowing. For you have not received the spirit of slavery leading you again to fear. Fear of God's judgment. Fear that this relationship will not end well. But you have received a spirit, the spirit of adoption as sons, spirit producing sonship by which we joyfully cry out, our Father. I pray for you that you allow the Holy Spirit. May you allow the Holy Spirit. May you allow the Holy Spirit. And may He produce the godly character in you. May He produce the godly values in you. May He guide you into all truth. May He give you the confidence to be whom God has made you to be. And may you build a godly relationship that will please heaven. And may your marriage be, bring glory to heaven in the name of Jesus. You will not marry wrongly. 
you will not be mismatched in the name of Jesus. It's well with you. God bless you mightily.